0: Don't downplay your skills. This is one of the biggest pet peeves that I have when I look at LinkedIn profiles or resumes or anything like this. People need to get hyped about themselves. You're trying to convince a recruiter or a hiring manager or anybody else that you can do a job, but you're not even comfortable in your own skin to be hyped about your skills. You're technical. Chase, you spend a lot of your free time doing try hack me. Right. And watching YouTube videos because you want to learn in this field, but then you're going to tell me that you're not you don't have a technical background yet. Your imposter syndrome is stopping you from getting a job. If you're participating in those bug bounties on hacker one and bug crowd, you can put in here bug bounty, bug hunter, hacker one, bug hunter, bug crowd. Right. And that right there, that pops out as you getting experience. One of the things that I think people, you know, you know, misconstrue in the, the definition of experience is that it has to be a paid job with a an employer who hired you to be a penetration tester. And I think we need to break down that mentality about experience. And if you're a bug hunter on HackerOne or BugCrowd or Cobalt.io or Synac even, right? Or you're doing work for mom and pop as David mentioned, um, you know, or you're even doing your own cybersecurity research. That is experience. Try Hack Me, Hack the Box, Range Force. Those are experiences that um, that that you should be embracing and and putting on here as taglines.
1: Let's get to the important piece hacking LinkedIn profiles. So have you got some examples of LinkedIn profiles that you can critique, that you can give advice about um, just
0: to help everyone, you know, hack the system, if you like, in a good way? Absolutely, absolutely. And the people that we are gonna show LinkedIn profiles today have given their permission either to David or myself to to use their, their LinkedIn profiles as examples. And so I wanna personally say thank you very much for that. Um, I, I know how hard it can be to, to you know, put yourself out there and receive some critique and so this critique is given to you in a constructive fashion because i and david want to see you succeed in this business Definitely. um but um you know know that the people who we are going to be showing linkedin profiles did go ahead and give their uh give their permission to to see this so i'm going to go ahead and share my screen with you here david so um so this is the the linkedin profile of a mr brian adams okay um, one of the things that um, one of the things I always maintain when we talk about LinkedIn profiles is that it needs to be a reflection of your resume to, to some extent. Again, remember, in, in this world, and especially in a COVID world um, where a lot of a lot of our interactions are digital, right? Um, you know, this LinkedIn profile needs to be a digital reflection of you as an individual, okay? And so immediately, when we land on this page, when we look at the profile of Brian Adams, you know, we've got the nice landscape, which I think is fine. I think the background that you see up here across the top, I think that that, that picturesque background on the mountains, that's probably not something I would stress too hard about. But immediately when I look at the profile picture of Brian Adams, I don't see a very professional looking image. Um, it's it's It looks more like an image that you would find on Facebook or Instagram or something that's not nearly as professional as LinkedIn. And so almost immediately... Um I go straight to that and I say okay that that picture's not very professional. Um it's not bad and I don't want to discourage you from from trying to appear, you know, overly casual, but that's just not a picture that I think displays a very professional image when it comes to a LinkedIn profile. Now Neil, I disagree with you.
1: Can you open up your LinkedIn profile because I think you've got a great Absolutely. example. I am um, I think that picture needs to be changed. My picture needs to be changed. No, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, Brian, Brian here. On Brian's um, image. Sorry, the background yeah. picture of the of. Oh, Sorry, gotcha. the, the background picture of the mountains. That looks really nice, this but I here. think you you're wasting a lot of visual real estate. So, looking at yours, I can see immediately who you are, and you mm-hmm. you're pointing people to social media stuff that you're doing. So, like the the Twitch stream stuff, I think is great. I think you need to use that kind of real estate as best as you can to get someone engaged in your profile. So I um, you know, it's a professional environment, LinkedIn. I think it's great to be casual, but I agree with you. That the, the picture should be more more professional, if you like. And I would change the background image to something like you've done or, you know, some other profiles that we we could look at perhaps. But it, it needs to be more professional. Like what are you trying to accomplish with this with this profile? I mean if I if I've got like three seconds to review your profile it better be good
0: so so i think i know i think i know one of the other profiles that you're talking about um this guy this guy's background is also very awesome here and this is this is also what you're talking about here is it's it's you know you know it's a way for you to immediately see that you can consume multiple aspects of content from this individual
1: or i I mean even if you don't have like a lot of content out there you wanna you wanna be able to put yourself across very, very quickly and there's no better way than pictures, you know, pictures worth a thousand words. So if you Absolutely. put something professional there of like experience that you've worked on, perhaps, you know, I mean if I was working on on Cisco devices or PABXs or stuff like that, I would put myself in a with a photo with that kind of equipment or something just
0: to showcase my skills very, very quickly. Sorry, I don't know if you agree think, with that, but No, I do I do agree with that. I, I... So, so, and this is the this is the value that I think your audience is getting from from you and I doing this together, right? Which is, you know, I I looked at this and I said if I had to pick two, if I had to pick, you know, you know, you know, one thing that I wanted to critique, I was going to critique the profile picture. You know, you're choosing to pr- critique this in addition to the profile picture, which I completely support. Um, and what I would say to to somebody listening is, um, yes, if you can do this that has a you know a, a decent picture of you and to david's point you know something like uh something that's in your profession um then then i think absolutely go for it um you know i think i think this is hard enough for people to do you know um i think this should be the low hanging fruit right so if you had to yep. prioritize yep. fix fix your profile picture make your profile picture look professional and then Help find somebody or or try to think outside the box on how you make this picture pop about who you are. So I'd look at it more from like priority one, Brian, let's fix your let's fix your profile image, then priority two, let's fix this background image. And I just want to say, because
1: Brian submitted this to me, Brian, it's not a critique of you personally. It's to try and help you and everyone who's watching. You've got the yeah. way I look at it, you've got three seconds to grab someone's attention. Make the mm-hmm. most of those three seconds
0: hundred percent speaking of making the most of those of those three seconds, this was the next big thing that stuck out to me was you know, kind of this this uh, tagline, if you will, about who you are and and what your expertise are, right? You know, um you know David talks about using this image space up here to give people that three second view of who you are. This is the next place that they're gonna look after you grab their attention up here. And so you you know in this profile it's big phony doing neat MetaSwitch HPBX stuff, you know think about this from the recruiter's eyes that doesn't resonate very well with the recruiter who's probably going to be one of the first people that looks at your LinkedIn profile, and so I I think this is a this is a big miss right here and if we're going to compare to you know we don't have to compare it specifically to mine we can compare it to this you can see right here you know this is i deliver cybersecurity peace of mind and empower leadership to confidently execute business safely boom you can immediately see what this individual is about right here inside of it and then they drive them to their social medias and even have a hashtag that follows that you can see similarly over here on mine we talk about being a cyber streamer you can see that i was on bloomberg television show i'm a practitioner and and an advisor which means i can either do the hands-on work or i can just advise you and then I've got just this cool little Sun Tzu quote because, you know, I, I like to be a little bit different, a little bit stand out. So, three seconds, you're going to grab the attention up here, then move down here and look to grab their attention. Like, okay, this guy, this guy looks like he knows what he's talking about. What is he all about? And then that's where you're missing here inside of this tagline. So, I'd say update that.
1: Yeah. And put, add more detail. I mean, use, use the space that you've got.
0: Yeah. I think you've got, I think you've got, Several hundred characters of space that you can use there in that tagline. Um, you should really, you should really, you know, capitalize on that. Um, I, I, do you want me to stick with one profile for no, now? No, no, let's, um, let's jump around because it's
1: just about uh, right. giving advice at so, so, different places. Yeah.
0: Okay, so so one of the guys who's who's on my Twitch stream, Chase Golden, um, who who participates in my Twitch stream very regularly, um, um, you know, he he volunteered his profile to to use as well. And so again, likewise, you know, he's got this picture here. Obviously, very ta- tech savvy picture, kind of pops as like somebody who's in tech. You know, not a great profile picture, but um, you know, it, at least it's he's got a he's got a tie on, um, you know, and, and a collared shirt, and and he's trying to smile. Um, Chase, I'll give you some crap for, for that smile a little bit later on the stream. <laughs> but you you look at his you look at his tagline right down here, and you can see that he's put it in there right. The very first thing is that he's transitioning military sometime around July, 2021. So a recruiter can look at him and be like, okay, this guy's getting out of the military. So that's a good thing. Um, and he's moving, you know, he, we've probably got about six months that we can look to see if this this individual is somebody that looks like he's a good fit for our organization. Now he puts, he puts his certs here in the tagline. I'm not a huge fan of certs. And actually one of the big notes that I took on this when I looked at Chase's was I think immediately you may be setting disqualifiers for yourself by putting any form of education or certification in that tagline um, i think that that's a bad place for that and so i'm not a huge fan of, of throwing these into these taglines um, but again he puts in there that he's got an active clearance that way if he wants to continue to look for military jobs or cleared level jobs and then, then that's right up front um the other thing is that he talks about being an aspiring pen tester now this is this is a huge pet peeve of mine i'm not a fan of you ed- you know advertising that you're an aspiring pen tester. Look, if you're self-taught, if you're you know you're doing following the three pieces of advice that that I gave you guys, you know when we were had the interview with David, right where you're you're networking and you're doing your hands on stuff. um if you're participating in capture the flags, if you watch videos on hacking, if you if you practice it, right? and I had this question come up in my twitch stream is when can you call yourself an ethical hacker? when can you call yourself a penetration tester? If you feel like you embolden that image, don't put aspiring penetration tester, right? You can put something like um, you know, avid cybersecurity technologist, right? Or um, you know, you know, self-taught ethical hacker, right? You know, you put that type of stuff in your in your um in your profile that says that that you are the person that they are looking for and they are the 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 job, you know, they are that you are that person that they're looking to fill the role for. I don't like saying that you're an aspiring pen tester because immediately when a recruiter says that, sees that, their immediate reaction is, okay, you're not there yet. And that's probably not the, the image you want to give off to people when they look at your profile in those first you know three to six seconds.
1: So Neil, I want to ask you some questions, if you don't mind. Go for I, it. I'm not in the US. So I'm, not, I'm not based in the US. So I don't know the culture. So you can better answer this question. Um, Chase is in the military. Or transitioning from the military, how does it help or not help to actually take a photo of yourself in your military uniform? Because if I see someone, and this is just me looking at someone who's a military person and they dressed in their you know full kit, it looks great. Um, it looks great, but <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know what the what is it like in the US.
0: Yeah, so that's um that's a good question, and and I think it's I think it's still a very mixed bag, right? Um, you know there are some people who hire military folks because of the discipline, because of the regimented um you know way that they they're analytical and they solve problems. Um, it, quite honestly, and I'll be you know 100 transparent on this. Um, I've encountered people who say that they love to hire military folks because they follow orders. Yeah, and so so the emboldenment image of you being in your military uniform, um, you know, could serve really great purposes for that type of crowd. There are other people who are still very intimidated by the military. There are still people who look at a resume and if they see that you're former military, they go, oh, gosh, this is going to be filled with a whole lot of military lingo that I do not know what it even means. And I don't even know if this person is going to be a fit for the job, which is one of the biggest things that I try to coach people on. Um, when it comes to doing their resumes when they're transitioning out of the military is we've gotta strip all of that military lingo out uh, so that you look like you're ready for civilian life. And so in my opinion, I think Chase's picture is actually very, very apt because I think what it tells people is that, yes, he's transitioning military, but because he can put on a shirt and a tie and look professional, he's ready to be a civilian Um, and he's ready to talk the civilian lingo he's ready to um, apply the core values that he learned in the marine corps and i want to say chase thank you very much for your service and and everybody all the other military folks who watch thank you very much for your service you know but it shows that he's willing to take those core values from the marines and apply them to to a private organization without being overly military so in this case i think this is actually a really good image for chase um, and I don't think that uh, you know fundamentally you need to get all decked up in your military uniform to to hit that wow factor.
1: I mean, that's great. So I mean, it, there's good and bad, and you've got to it, it, you know it can actually count against you and it can count for you. So that's good, that's good feedback. The other thing I wanted to ask you is it says aspiring uh, penetration tester we've we've said hack the box, things like that are a way to get experience. But something i I did when I started, and a lot of people do when they start is they, they do work for free. So they, they mm-hmm. become an apprentice or, you know, you go to small businesses and you you tell them, look, I'll help you with your cybersecurity, you know, stance or whatever. And I mean, businesses do the dumbest things. So I mean, surely if, if <laughs> we all know this. So I mean, surely yes. if, if he volunteered his services for a small, what do you call it in the States? Mom and Pop shops. Is that, is yeah, that, is that the Yeah, a mom and pop shop. Yeah. So if you yeah, if yeah. you went and did some, you know, help small businesses with their um
0: with their security. And it doesn't have to be complicated. That's experience, isn't it? That is experience, but I wanna I, I, and I don't want to downplay that by any of the imagination, but you bring up, you know, hack the box and try hack me. And we've talked about this on your show where we've talked about like Hacker One, Bug Crowd, Cobalt.io Remember, those are places where you, regardless of your 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 documented experience, you know, you could literally have zero experience, and you can go sign up for Hacker One and Bugcrowd, and you can immediately jump into the bug bounty lifestyle. You know, you know, if you're participating in those bug bounties on Hacker One and Bugcrowd, you can put in here: bug bounty, bug hunter, Hacker One, bug hunter, Bugcrowd. Right? And that right there, that pops out as you getting experience. One of the things that I think people, you know, you know, misconstrue in the, the definition of experience is that it has to be a paid job with a an employer who hired you to be a penetration tester. And I think we need to break down that mentality about experience. And if you're a bug hunter on HackerOne or BugCrowd or Cobalt.io or Synac even, right? Or you're doing work for mom and pop, as David mentioned, um, you know, or you're even doing your own cybersecurity research. That is experience. Try Hack Me, Hack the Box, Range Force. Those are experiences that um, that, that you should be embracing and, and putting on here as taglines. Absolutely. So, I mean,
1: in other words, what you've said is basically rather than saying aspiring penetration tester, he could say uh, penetration tester if he's done some of that stuff. Or um, what term would you use there? Because I, I understand the aspiring stuff immediately says, okay, you're not there yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I would drop the the aspiring and I would either leave it as penetration tester because you're doing the job somewhere, somehow for somebody you're doing the job. So put penetration tester on there. Um, you know, I would put, you know, you know, you know, if you're, if you're not doing the job, you know, let's be honest, like if you're at a stage where you're, you're not doing try hack me you're not doing hack the box you haven't started doing your range force stuff you know you're you're not there from a hands-on experience then i would say you know you know i would i would phrase it in terms of of you know you know self-taught penetration tester or self-taught ethical hacker or you know um you know something that has that ethical hacker or threat hunter or forensics person inside of your title um, you know that still tries to grab them, but um, I would t- I would definitely drop the aspiring or future or you know you know anything like that. Don't 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 put any doubt into that recruiter's mind that you can't do the job. That's great. I mean, we'll talk about this for hours, uh, Neil. So what else? Yeah. Okay, scroll down and let's see a bit more about the. Well, well, actually, I want to come back over to Brian's a little bit here because okay. I want to talk a, a little bit about Brian's, and then we'll compare and contrast it to something like Chase's. Um, when we scroll down, um, so 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 again, when we talk about this, we assume like to David's point, Three seconds you grabbed him with a banner, boom! Another three seconds you have grabbed him with a headline. They're going to scroll down. They're going to look at your your profile. Now this is something that um, when you look at this this about page here, um, one of the things that that I encourage folks to consider the about page as um, is is very much a bio. And a bio is vastly different than you know, you know, how most people are used to talking about themselves. When most people talk about themselves, they say I, 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 I. And you can see this here in, in Brian's profile. I am passionate about resolving customer technical needs. I, you know, in addition to, to work, I also, right, in my spare time, I. When you look over at, you know, something like my bio, it's very third party. Neil is, Neil has, right? Neil has. That's the difference between a bio and you talking about yourself. And the reason that that's important, the reason that I want folks to think about that is because sometimes mentally we have a hard time talking about ourselves. We're like, gosh, who, who wants to hear about me? Gosh, if I say, I've done this and I've done that then it feels like you're bragging about yourself which you're worried may put yourself off as an egotistical person um, and and to get out of that mindset it's much much easier to think about somebody else you've you've commissioned a writer, you've commissioned an author, you've commissioned you know somebody to write your biography. they're gonna write a bio about you And so what I would encourage people is to take that biographical approach to their about sections and think about what somebody else would write about you in your about section. And what you'll find is that it flows a lot better. Brian is a passionate, uh, technically you know adept business person who's able to solve the solutions for customers and get to the root cause of issues. Right, that that sounds a lot better than I am because you know it's it's a different it's a different perspective, if you will. Um, so so you know, in addition to that, um, when you go over here to Chases and we kind of scroll down to his about section, it's a bit better. I mean, he still uses the I am, but when you look at actually some of the things that he puts inside of his uh, his about section, he talks about. Um, you know in this case some of the the certifications and some of the compliancy stuff that he has because he's military, because he's transitioning military, I do think it's important that he puts in something like DoD8570 which if you're not aware of um, is a requirement in the u.S to work in some jobs. for instance, you know you know if you're going to do penetration testing uh, for the military, you do have to have a doD8570 compliant certification. Um, he re- reiterates his transitioning service in July of 2021 but this is where I think Chase um, loses in the About section, is with this one right here, right? I'm looking to gain experience and apply efforts towards a new role. I do not have the technical background yet, but that is not going to stop me. I like the idea of where you're going with this, Chase, but I don't like it putting on your uh, your bio like this. I think that that's the problem. Um, one of the things that i think that that this is problematic for is that you're again we get back to if a, if a recruiter has made it down this far right here you are immediately putting anybody who reads your profile off by saying you do not have a technical background i think i don't do that don't do that even if you don't feel like you have what you consider a technical background You're an aspiring pen tester. You've got CompTIA Network Plus. You've got Security Plus Certifications. You're technical. You're technical. technical. Don't downplay your skills. This is one of the biggest pet peeves that I have when I look at LinkedIn profiles or resumes or anything like this. People need to get hyped about themselves. You're trying to convince a recruiter or a hiring manager or anybody else that you can do a job but you're not even comfortable in your own skin to be hyped about your skills. You're technical. You've got Network Plus. You've got Security Plus. You do try Hack you do hack the box. You're on Bug Crowd, you're on HackerOne. You can put a computer together that's more technical than 90% of the people out there, right? Don't downplay your skills because you don't think that you're as technical as the guy next to you. That's what gets into imposter syndrome, which I would encourage you to go watch my video on imposter syndrome over over on YouTube, because that's what you're displaying here, is you're displaying openly for the world to see that you have imposter syndrome.
1: I just want to say this, Neil. I think it's a problem for a lot of technical people. Um, We don't like to boast, and that, unfortunately, is something you have to overcome. You have to, like you said, and you said it well, you have to believe in yourself. You have to be your own best advocate, if you like, because if you're not going to do it, you know who's going to shout for you. You've got to shout for yourself, and this is the right place to shout. You know, it, 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 there's a place and time to, to boast about yourself, and there's a place and time not to. And this is the place where you should. This is the place where you're trying to, you know, showcase the very, very best of what you've got. So you need to be passionate, and you need to boast about yourself. I can't think of a better word, but you know, that's what I, that I think that's really important.
0: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think I think you hit you hit the nail on the head, right? We're we 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 unfortunately in, in in IT cybersecurity however you want to call it we have two vastly opposite pendulums. We're either so egotistical that that people hate us and despise us and they don't want to be around us and and we're we're kind of that toxic mentality in in the cybersecurity space, or we're we're, we're too humble. And we're we're too, you know, well, I just don't want to talk about myself. We're we're too not comfortable with that boasting that we that, you know, we don't get to shine on the things that make us awesome. I, I think that few of us are experts about finding that right balance in between. But when you look at something like this, this isn't an area where you want to be this person. It's better to get closer to to this person over here. And this is the best place to do it. You should be. You should be talking about your accolades in here, right? And the thing um, is, you,
1: you've got only a few seconds to convince someone.
0: They don't know yeah. you. Uh, they yeah.
1: They don't know you. They're going to judge you solely on what they see on this page. So you it, need to uh, highlight everything that's good about yourself.
0: So on Saturday, I had Caitlin Ilkani from Battleship Security on my stream, and and she she runs a, a mentoring platform that um is looking to try to innovate across all cybersecurity with providing mentors. She gave a stat on that show with me on Saturday that I thought was was insane. I'd never heard, heard that stat before from any of the recruiters that I had on my stream. She said that 3%, 3% of the people who just cold send out resumes when they apply for a job application, only 3% of those people get to the job. Wow. Right? Just 3%. That means that that's testament to what exactly you and I are trying to say, David, which is your LinkedIn profile, your networking, how you treat this platform is most likely accountable for the other 97% of the people who get jobs out there. And so Chase, you spend a lot of your free time doing try hack me, right? And watching YouTube videos because you wanna learn in this field, but then you're gonna tell me that you're not, you don't have a technical background yet. Your imposter syndrome is stopping you from getting a job.